All right, dudes. Welcome to another week's edition of Good Band, Bad Band, where we talk about two bands, artists whose names sound similar, but the music sounds very different. This week we're doing most Deftones. I am Jared. I am Dax. Caleb. Styler here. And actually, you, you made a mistake, by the way. We discussed, maybe you weren't there for the conversation, but we decided that we were going to do a, a threefer on this one. No, we're not. We're going to do a Most Deaf Tones and I, and we're just going to talk about the one song. No, we're not. That's the yeah. only song she, I mean, that's perfect. Just Dance Monkey, and then we'll be done. We're not doing that. Well, can we just close it with Dance Monkey? No, I don't want to close it with Dance Monkey. But then we'll, we'll cover all our bases. She has more to her story than that. She's actually interesting, but we're not doing her on this episode. Okay. <laughs> She's I don't a busker. Know. I, don't, I don't know how interesting she is. I don't know anything about her. I just know that one song, so it's okay. I'm no. useless. Okay, we'll bring her back up. We'll get there. Great way to start the episode, guys. Really good. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Let's talk about... I didn't know that I didn't know how to start an episode. Mr. Most Deaf. You don't. You don't most, have... most definitely or definitive... As uh, the word deaf is uh, properly described. We were watching a video this week, and it's, this has bugged me truly all week. I've thought about it on so many different occasions. The guy in the video was talking about like how most deaf has like progressed as an actor, musician, so on and so forth. He called him Moss Deaf. Yeah, he didn't know. Moss. It sounds like a Star Wars character. Moss. And I, he's, he's, he even said, like, yeah, like the, you know, the... The term most definitely, and I was like, if you can say most definitely, how did you? How do you not know how to say it? But also, all that tells me he has never listened to any most deaf song because he or says his name at any, least once or twice. He in must every have song. never seen a movie either. Funny you brought that up though, because I, I was also silently you know, just annoyed by that all week. Yeah, it just I kept thinking about it. Me I don't too. know how you could have a video where you're talking about an artist, but you don't know how to pronounce their name, especially an artist who says their name in their music. Wasn't who it, was this? Person? Wasn't it a "Where Are They Now" thing? Something like, like yeah. it was some YouTube guy, like an Entertainment Weekly, what have you. Yeah, and he did a "What Where Are They Now" most deaf, and he just kind of went through his career. Yeah. Which isn't a where are they now? It's a what have they done? No, it was a before they, they got famous. Oh, yeah, it's, what it's it was. the literal inverse of a ah. where are they now? It's where were they within? I see. I so, see. Okay. So most deaf, most definitely, uh, is a hip hop artist yes. and an activist. He's a rapper. He has been doing hip hop for quite some time. He's an actor too. Yes. He is also an actor. Yes. He is in. Films such as Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Of course. He I, is. I knew him for that way before I knew he was a rapper. I, of course, knew him from the Bill Cosby mystery. Sure. Did you? No. <laughs> no, of course not. Listen, it was, no, on, it was not. on briefly. You could have caught it. I don't or know. Or did you know him from You You Take the Kids? I, no, I did not. I don't know who actually thought to themselves, you know what I would trust Bill Cosby with is a mystery. Well, it was prior to... The mysteries being solved. Well, even <laughs> well, even before that, he was not a he's not a detective. He's a, a dad. Yeah. Just like, a different have character. you ever watched Little Bill? That's true. Because that, that kid's like an astronaut in all sorts of things. That's a cartoon. He can do anything. Big though. deal. Was he a doctor in real life? You think Doctor Huxtable's real? I can trust. You know what? I, yeah, I guess I don't he's trust him a as doctor. a doctor either. I trust him less as a Wait, doctor than a mystery. Wasn't man. he a gynecologist? 
No. Was that what he was? I don't think so. I don't know what he was. It doesn't matter. There's a deep irony about him playing a character who had access to many drugs. I think he was a gynecologist. Oh, my. Chocolate cake for breakfast. He was indeed an OBGYN. Was he? He was. Gross. Gross. Oh. Oh. (laughs) At the same time. Made of mean barbecue sauce. Whatever. How do you make a pudding pump? (laughs) (laughs) I do not know. I do not know how to make a pudding pop. I have never is gone it, through. Is this a physical setup. thing or is this an action? Make that pudding pop. I think it's make that pudding pop. Gross. <laughs> Even gross. Is that the new dance? Uh huh. Make that pudding pop. <laughs> make that pudding pop. I can't. What's the pudding? You don't want to know. I think it's. I think it's your dick. My question isn't what. I was going to say. All right. It but is, I'm it's, more. Wait, it's kind of like the helicopter, but you just go up and down. Up and down with yeah, it. Yeah, it's making the. Pudding That's the pudding pop. That's the pudding pop. What, what kind of pudding? Because tapioca. What do you just? What? What? what is depends it on the the person who's doing it. I guess so. But um, all kinds of uh, all walks of life make different types of pudding. Gross. I won't go through all of them because I would find that to be potentially, potentially racist. But oh my. Wow. wow, he's racist. I don't. That, I'm, that's why I'm not doing it. Bill Cosby was a gynecologist. I'm being mindful. I think he tried to take some of the practice he learned from the show and apply it in real life, and so, that's where he really got in so trouble. So most, wow. so most deaf uh, started out in it as a hip hop group with his brother and sister. He did. That was mm. uh, the Urban Thermodynamics. Yeah, that's a cool name. That is. It's Indeed. a shame that they didn't. It didn't last more than. That one album that wasn't really even an album. Yeah. Just a collection of pre-recorded things. Which was then followed by Black Star. Mm. With Talib Kweli. Thank mm-hmm. you for saying that's... it because I was afraid I would mess it up. That's who David Bowie was talking about. Right. That's it. That's Black it. Black Star. Most deaf. Big Star. Not quite. But Ooh. one band. Big Country. Great band. Big Country. It's a and talking then, head song. And then, of course... Debut album by Most Def was Black, Black on, on Both, Both Sides. Sides. That's a cool name too. A big, a big success indeed. Yeah, because it's good. It's very good. Yeah, I know. I, the original listen that I had, I didn't love it like a couple of years ago, but when I went back to it this week and re-listened to the full album, yeah, yes. it's, it's real good. It is real good. It's real good. It's it a is good real, album. It is real good. Hip hop is really good. Miss Fat Booty, which I have more than once this week said Miss New Booty. Not on purpose. I know. It, it, for it my friends confusing. on Stickhand. It's gross. <laughs> you guys remember that one? I love it. Uh, but yeah, Miss Fat Booty is very good. Um, rock and Roll is rock a very odd track. I want to play just the end part of Rock and Roll. like bad brains it's pretty Ooh, good it's bad, bad brain it's, it's a fun little it's a fun little dip in the dip in the the whole the whole album it's very weird very weird that album also featured the the only that sounds familiar that i have probably ever discovered on my own wow because i don't usually look for those things but i did in this instance and i will play it for you now Sometimes I feel 
those dirty peppers ripped off most f that's, that's surprisingly no yeah was a, nah, i don't believe that was the case whatever unfortunately it was that was that was not the case i don't believe that you think you so think i have a story about he came up with a great line and dumb anthony kiedis stole it from him i have a brief story about about them it has nothing to do with any of the bands but it's very brief so there's a band a cover band called the red hot chili pipers and I had a friend buy tickets to it, thinking that they were going to go see the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I thought it was the Red no, Hot Chili bad. Peppers. No, that's another one, too. Oh, okay. There's a couple different ones. Apparently. I didn't know. There, there is a any. Red Not Chili Peppers, but there's also a Red. I think it's called Red Hot Chili Pipers. Okay. Because it's uh, like a, you know. Yeah. Because they're it. Pipers. They're that's, piping. That's almost as bad as the fake Fleetwood Mac. Oh, yeah. That's pretty oh, bad. Not really. The fake Fleetwood Mac's just... It's the same band making the same thing. This is a piping band. Mm. They've got pipes. They're piping hot because they're red hot. No, oh. I think they're they're pipers. They are. I thought they had like icing and that they were piping onto desserts. They're pudding popping. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> of course they're pudding popping. That's where we are. The okay. whole the whole country's pudding popping. They're 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 gonna be after everyone a, listens to this. It's a gosh darn craze. I think it's been happening for a long time in various places already. We're gonna have to sit down and make the pudding pop. Like the song? It's difficult to sit down in Pudding Pop. Actually, it's much easier to do it while standing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sitting, you got to get... We- it's weird gyrations. Mmm. <laughs> you have right. to get a chair that oh, that's nominated. Good. That's like, good audio quality is you bouncing in your chair. You like need it. a rigid chair. What about a Because if you got chair? a chair... No. Any chair that absorbs your energy when you're attempting the Pudding Pop is not good. You need something rigid... It's got to be. It needs to be carbon fiber because that that okay. you okay. know something that doesn't absorb all of your energy when you're pudding popping. That did, makes sense. Did you guys listen to any of Black Star before? Have you listened to the the pairing between Most Def and Talib Kweli? No, I probably at some point a long time ago, but I didn't go back and listen. It's also quite good. It, I mean, it sounds very much similar to anything else that we have heard from Most Def through our typical listening exposure, but. I enjoy it quite a bit because this is, you know, me and, me and hip-hop. We get along pretty well. Mm. Yes, you do. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. I had not listened to any of it, really. I like Most Def. He's fun. He's in movies. Do you think that Most Def will ever actually retire? I don't know. I saw <laughs> that. Uh, he said in 2016 Yes, he was retiring from music, and he said farewell. And Fare thee well. And music Hollywood, and yeah. Hollywood. But then he said he was making these small films. And then he right. also made uh, another album in 2019. Yeah, because his other one got quelled with the Africa thing. Mm, that was not good either. No. no. We want to talk about Africa? You may. Not of, of Africa. Well, he, got... he was ordered to leave South yeah. Africa and not return for five years. He stayed there illegally on an expired visa Yeah. Uh, since 2013. He was charged with using an unrecognized world passport and having lived illegally in South Africa since 2014. I think I already said that. He was allowed to leave South Africa on November 22nd, uh, 2016, but he was barred from returning. Did he get in any yeah. like, legal trouble for that? Yeah, or? he was a lawsuit. Like, he got was, was, No, like, was he in, like... He asked Kanye jail? West to help or? him. 
Oh, that makes no, sense. No, they, they weren't. He had to have been detained because they weren't allowing him to leave. Okay. That's what it was. And then they finally said, you can leave the, the country, but you cannot come back. That makes sense. Period. So he was in like a jail. He was living there, and then they must have found out. And he had to have been either he had to have been detained or something, but he was unable to leave, or on house arrest or something. At least he Perhaps wasn't in prison. Guantanamo. Yeah. Okay, that's true. Well, he wouldn't. Yeah, that was rough. That was rough. So truly rough. We we found or Caleb, I think, found yes. this video of uh, is most deaf demonstrating uh, the force feeding force feeding. Yeah, in Guantanamo. Yeah, it was uncomfortable. He immediately starts to cry. That's the that's the truly because it's not and it's not like tears of pain. It's tears of realization. You know, like they're not they're not like it's not him. Like, oh man, that sure hurt. I didn't like that. It's oh wow, this thing that I'm protesting is very real. Oh well, yeah, and that what I'm what I just endured is something that others have to go through and have to experience. He's very. I mean, he's a very passionate activist. He's spoken about police brutality. Yeah, that was the early his earliest. Yeah, he's spoken about a lot of, a lot a lot of left wing issues. I mean, but like you know, this is obviously a big issue that he has spoken on since he went through all of that trouble to actually like. Um, go through the process. Yeah, I've so. seen videos like this for, uh, of waterboarding stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is also just insane. He also um, did a he did the the voiceover for a hip hop musical called uh, Pacha's Pajamas: A Story yeah. Written by Nature. Yeah, he's the narrator of this thing, and it's like a it's like a story for children about like environmentalism and stuff like that. I thought that was pretty cool. That's cool. He was also in an episode of uh, Yo Gabba Gabba. He was indeed. Ooh, that's a, that's a very good one. I like the Yo Gabba. You want to play that bit? Of course. Look up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a rocket! It's a. Hello, friends. Hi. I'm Super Mr. Superhero. Please, please, please. Yeah. Don't make me blush. Yeah, so. wow. Say, have, uh, have you guys seen a monster looks like a, like a giant star anywhere around here? Yes, yeah, Super Mr. Superhero. And it's making everyone really scared. Oh, I'm so sorry about that. Don't worry, friends. Uh, Starsky is very friendly. She's nothing to be afraid of. Starsky? Yeah, her name is Starsky. She's just a baby monster from a planet in space far, far away and, uh, well, she got lost, and... Oh, no. Would you fellow superheroes mind joining me in a super rescue mission? Yeah! We'd love to, yeah! Um, she went that way. I like I like his enthusiasm. I want to believe. Yeah, I like his voice? I am a scientist superhero. I, I'm here to sell. I like how the voice he created for it. I want to believe that this is part of an extended universe with, with the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, yeah? And this is just an older Ford Prefect. Ooh, because mm. I mean the cape is basically just a towel, right? I can get behind that. Same thing. Okay, yeah, I can get behind that. I think he also played uh, some characters in the Boondocks. He did mm-hmm. play, yes, indeed. And then he was on episodes of Dexter. He was and House. He was that he, episode where kids keep dying from the jeans they're buying from the trunks of cars. They gotta stop doing that. I mentioned it last week, so I figure if every time we mention house, I'll just mention that one time where the kids died because they bought those bootleg jeans. Not the bootleg, the cut, the bootleg, the way you get them from that trunk of the car. 
Shouldn't have did that. Shouldn't have did that. Tisk tisk. I didn't realize how like how critically acclaimed House was House until is this so week. Good. Like it's. I mean, I thought of it as like a oh, this was a pretty good show show, but I didn't think of it as like a like a game changing Doctor show. You know. Yeah. Pretty game changing. Pretty game changing. Huh? I watched the entire series of House since we've been doing this podcast. Have you really? How many yeah. seasons are there? I, I don't lot. remember. Where have you done this? That was when in we the were car, in Muncie. on the way, going places. This is when we were in Muncie. I have no recollection of you ever watching. You must just watch it. You don't remember this? There was no. like a period of time where my laptop was just always house. I hmm. didn't know that. I don't yeah. think I knew that either. Yeah. You live a very secretive life, Mr. Dax. I have my mysteries. Well, he of did. Course. He did live a majority. <laughs> Cosby's going to solve he them. Also, <laughs> you watch. He did. He's going to put and pop right in. He's going to put oh, you gross. in jail for that. He'll put and pop you right into jail. <laughs> we haven't talked about music. He also, this is the most cohesive episode we've done in a while. But, you know, <laughs> he was also. Yeah. Do you, okay, do you, do you enjoy the hip hop of most deaf more than you enjoy the film work? Of most deaf. No. I think it's equal for me. Equal? Yeah, because he's in a movie I really like from 2008 called Be Kind Rewind. Okay. It's a Michelle Gondry movie. Michelle Gondry did. Jack Black's in it. Jack Black is in it. They're together. Those two and Danny Glover. Oh. Yeah, it's really good. He's got sand for brains. He did. <laughs> hey, that's a reference right there. I don't think that's Danny Glover. That's somebody else. I think you're right. Dang. Yeah. Oh, well, cut that. Anyway, it's a sweet movie. <laughs> no. That's. Um, well, a lot of people regard him as more of a, a hip hop musician than they do as an actor. So. Well, he started out in acting, correct? Like right. that was his yeah, first as break, a child actor, and then continued to make uh, hip hop and. and I don't think, movies. but he did both of them around the same time. Y- really. Yeah. Yes. I so. just well, knew he... him as an actor for so long before I knew he was a rapper mm-hmm. that I just think of him as an actor that also raps. I think he's probably more uh, acclaimed as a rapper though, because he's yes. been, yeah, he's been nominated say. for six Grammys. Right. He's never won, but he's never been nominated for an Academy Award. Right. So, well, you know how the Grammys do. Well, also there's more categories though for specific like. There's not a, not not that this should be a thing, but there's not an urban actor award. Right. Whereas in, in the, the Grammys, Grammys there's, there's now like, an urban contemporary, which is as Tyler talked about from the Grammys is a very racist concept. There's it's not nonsense. Tyler the creator, not Tyler the. the now I talk about it too. That's garbage. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, it was Tyler you the said creator. Tyler, I, I did. Like say he's Tyler. your best, best buddy. <laughs> yeah, well, you're right. Tyler the creator. Sometimes said, I met him. Did you meet him? I've never met him. I met him, and he made a crude gesture at me, and then he told me to pet a fish, and so I petted a fish. Good. When you say crude gesture, you do mean... Put and popped. Are you sure it wasn't a put and popped? He put and popped right at me. I knew it. In public, he put and popped right at me. I knew he did. I knew he did. But yeah, I mean, there's not a a redneck category in the Oscars. Oh, but if there was. There is in the Grammys, you know. Yeah, there was. Country. It's not... It, they, what? <laughs> they should just make it redneck. They should. Mm-hmm. Well, you I'm know, sure if, they would uh, love that. They what are things that. you think of uh, when you think of uh, <laughs> a truck? Oh, God, not that. Four wheel drive. Because <laughs> I'm a country boy. He also, Mr. Most Deaf, has uh, two pairs of Converse sneakers that he released. That is 09. true. He does. Limited oh. edition. Sold through Journeys or Foot Locker? Foot Locker. Foot Locker. I didn't see. Go out and get them. Missed them. Are they good? Did you look them up? Yeah, they're great. I'm wearing them right now. Yeah, right. He ordered them. You couldn't afford those. Dax, those look good on you. Thank you. You're welcome. This week brought to you by Converse. (laughs) 
<laughs> already brought to you by the government. My mine came mine came as mine, uh, <laughs> mine came as a you know one of those like pairs that I can try on and see if I like them for the ad yeah. you know so yeah. I could talk about how comfy they were yeah they're, yeah they're great they're great nice I, I also thought that his upbringing was interesting just the fact that he like lived in a an area that was so rife with you know violence and such and he avoided that through theater yeah it's weird it's it, you don't you don't see that a lot like a lot of times. The hip hop artists, you know, they they like they live in that lifestyle, but they don't. I don't know. I guess it would be. I guess the way to put it is, you don't often see um, chances for them to like, as a child, live through it in that way. Mm-hmm. They, a lot of a lot of times, that's not the case. I guess so. It's interesting to see a case like that. That's true. His he, his mother also uh, helps to manage his career and put him in in good places. So I think that right. she was kind of the catalyst as well of, you know, helping him supporting him. Yeah. So yeah. that he didn't fall into yes. the the gang life. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's right around you. Well he didn't his father lived in Jersey. Mm-hmm. So his father didn't live there. And his father was part of the Nation of Islam, which is interesting in and of itself. True. And then left the Nation of Islam to follow a former member who essentially kind of created their own sect sect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are we sexting? Uh, which is really weird. The Nation of <laughs> Islam videos of pudding popping. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> well, the, the Nation of Islam probably is most famously known for being an organization in which Malcolm X was tied to for a long period of time. So that's kind of weird. And then he grew mm-hmm. up. I mean, he. It says that until he was like thirteen, he wasn't introduced to you know to the religious aspect. But that's then, correct. At thirteen. So he grew up, you know, in his teens. In a, you know, I don't as a Muslim, I suppose. Yeah. So he took his oath of faith in at nineteen. So that's weird too. It is. It, you don't. There are not many Muslim hip hop artists. No, there are just a few, really. He they they talked about how he paired up with like Q Tip mm-hmm. from a tribe called Quest, mm-hmm. and then uh, Ali Shahid Muhammad. So they don't. Yeah, you don't. That's another fun little thing about him is the fact that he is indeed Muslim. Like you don't you don't see a lot of artists. He has, Muslim. Because of of that, he has multiple names. Well, he's one, because, because, one yes, name. He was born Dante Terrell Smith. His name is Yasin Bey. Now he changed it. We, we, yeah. yes. And then, of course, he goes by most deaf. Well, he also had some other rap names here. We got Don, Black, Black Dante, Dante. Yeah, Dante Bez, Flacco, and El Bey the Moor. Mm-hmm. Catchy names. Very interesting names there. Indeed. Indeed. We've not played a lot of his music. Nope. Let's get some. I, I like hip hop. We listened to that a couple times yesterday, and I've, I enjoy hip hop quite a bit. We'll so I'll play. play I'll play hip hop. You say one for the trouble, two for the time. Come on, y'all, let's rock this. You say one for the trouble, two for the time. Come on, speech is my hammer, bang the world in the shape, not let it fall. Huh. My restlessness is my nemesis. It's hard to really chill and sit still. Committed to page, I write around. Sometimes won't finish for days. Scrutinize my literature from the large to the miniature. I mathematically add minister. Subtract the wax selector. Will it back? I'm feeling that. From the core to the perimeter. Black, you know the motto. It's interesting that really the only music that came up from his top and really what he's known for is black on both sides when he has other things within his catalog and that really that one album is what catapulted into 
the status that he has as a very well-respected hip-hop artist. Like, he's he's been featured on so many different other artists' music. He was just recently on the Freddie Gibbs Mad Lib yep. album. Yep. I Bandana. would love, love, love to see a most deaf Mad Lib album a la Mad Villainy, but maybe someday. They said that he did a little bit of production work with him, but I guess they scrapped it and he didn't put it on any album, but... Um, but yeah, it's interesting that in just one album, he was able to catapult him to the position that he is in and that he has other albums, but none of them really, really gave him anything. They didn't really do, they didn't really amount to a whole lot in terms of critical or commercial success. Yeah. Well, he signed, um, to good music, the Kanye West label, which we mm-hmm. said, but he has not put out any albums from no. And from I don't, I, I couldn't and imagine it that it would interesting if he would have in like, so his album came out in 2009, his most recent, well, I guess technically, yeah, his most recent, The Ecstatic. Yeah. But it would have been interesting if he would have um, been tied to Kanye. Um, if they, if he would have been, I feel like he could have had a, a kind of spark the same way that Co- Common and John Legend. That's who true. Who were both, kind, you know, a part of Kanye West's circle around 2005 and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, above. Because Common was a well-respected hip-hop artist for a long time and then right. got, con- you know, connections to Kanye and then didn't blew most, up. Didn't most Def Common and Talib Kweli did a song together, if I remember correctly? On what? Just I think that song? they just paired together. I don't remember if it I was on the Black so. Star album, but I'm pretty sure that Common has done music with most Def. Probably. Probably. It does, and they, sent, they have a similar style. Yeah. That's pretty clear. Some so of the like R and B hip hop stuff, yeah, I feel like they could have like it, he's a, almost a mixture of John Legend with the soul aspect and yeah. the rapping style of Common as well a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Yeah, so it would have been if he would have been able to get that connection sooner to Kanye instead of Later. so late. Yeah, you know, because he was on a few of his albums, three, I think three of his albums. That sounds right, yeah, or at least so. was featured on multiple tracks of Kanye. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, you would. I would definitely think that you would see a lot more of a push for him to have some kind of career renaissance had it been a case that he did pair with Kanye. Most deaf. Most deaf. Anybody else have anything else they want to say about old most deaf? Let's transition over to Deftones. I did not realize how much I did not like Deftones <laughs> until you listened to until Deftones. Until I listened to Deftones, really? Is that you disliked it that much? I've never put effort into listening to Deftones. If any time I've ever listened to Deftones, it was just sort of, oh, it's playing. Yeah. All right. Having to listen to it made me not like it. I had a similar experience when I listened to the full album of White Pony. Yeah. I have enjoyed. I think one to two tracks from basically any Deftones album that I've ever given any kind of time, but I never like everything. I don't know if it caught me on a bad week where I was just not feeling it. Just not feeling that alternative metal lifestyle. But mm, that's where I was at. Yeah. Yeah, I just wasn't feeling it it this week. Yeah. I, I I enjoy Deftones, but 
I like I said, I think that I really only enjoy like certain songs. I realized that there were a couple songs because I was looking at more additional music because you know the five songs was only so telling. And I like I like a song off of Gore. I like a song off of Diamond Eyes. I don't really like a whole lot outside of you know the songs that I already know. But when I listen to a little bit more, I like some of the singles. Some singles rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, that's how I felt on some of them too. Like, but it, they do. I will admit that they do have an interesting sound, and that they have transcended. Because they they have said, and others have said in the critical sphere that they have transcended the new metal moniker. A lot. Of, some of their music has that new metal sound. I will definitely say, like the song that I just played, which was around the fur, was what their second album. Their second album. That's one I think that I connected with the most. Of the the new metal sound that was like the heavier sound, yeah, which is really funny. If you and I, I read through the Wikipedia page, almost without fail, at least three, four, maybe more times, when they were interviewing uh, the lead singer Chino, uh, Chino, thank you, about the album that was coming up, he said that there is a heavier sound. Hmm. <laughs> Every time that there was a new album, he's like, "Yeah, this sound's gonna be heavier." This sounds gonna be heavier. Like every yeah, it's not. Well, even if it's not, you can't. I can't. All how heavy are you gonna heavier. get? We just keep getting heavier. They only like like their their dial is at four. <laughs> so the next time they're like, yeah, oh, it's gonna be heavier. We're gonna bring it up to five. It's four point five. One notch heavier. Just a little bit. We're not, just a not too heavier. much, but it is gonna be heavier. I just a you little that. bit. Just a little bit heavier. There was also just a hair. He said one, and it tricked me. There was one album he said was gonna be a, a more heady album. I don't know what that means. Not heavy, heady with heady. a D. Maybe I, they'll have head from corn in it. There you go. That's mm. what it is. Mm. Well, ne- what, do you, what, what are you supposed to say? This one's going to be just as heavy. That, maybe. This well, will you be don't have to talk about the heavy. heaviness. You can say, well, you know, we're writing uh, better lyrics. We're taking right. it they, in a new they, direction, but they, whatever. But, but were they? The, I mean, were they heavier though? You know, why not lie about something else? Why lie about that? What else? Are you every do? every album is equal to or greater than the heaviness. Mm. That, that's what they should is say from right? now on. That's agreed. That way, if they stay in a flat line, they're solid. Right. They're, that's they're what covered. I'm saying. That this one will definitely be at least as heavy as the last one. At least. If you thought that our last album was heavy, I'll tell you right now, this one is the same. This one's <laughs> heavy and heady. Ooh, that's their next album. Speaking of their next album, will it be, in fact, the lost album they never released? Oh, I hope so. Tell us about that lost album. So they had an album, Eros, that they recorded a lot of music for. They did the sessions, but they essentially just said, eh, I don't like this, and then they scrapped it. Well, like, there they was a reason for it. Well, yeah. I mean, they said that, well, no, because they said it was not necessarily because of the car accident that happened with Chang, but that did, of course. Well, that has, it, there's a there's an effect there, clearly. There has to be. But I think, yeah, but I mean, that has to do with why they didn't release it. Right. But I think that, like, they had a pretty pretty close to finished album from what it sounded like, and then they just kind of said, this isn't the creative direction that we're wanting to go in. And so we're not going to release this music. So speaking of um, Head from Corn, he was actually featured in a song called A Song for Chi oh. during the t- after the, the accident that happened. There was a car accident. I guess I could get into yeah, a little you should elaborate detail. a little. There was a car accident in which the bassist was uh, in critical condition and in a... a um, Basically, a ba- basically coma. A he was coma. essentially in a coma. Yeah. a coma. Yeah, basically a coma, but it, he would kind of come in and out of consciousness, so not a f- 
full coma? Well, I don't, sure. I don't know. I attempted. They made it sound like he basically just couldn't do anything. Right. It was pretty yeah. almost all the time. His condition was quite awful. And then he, I guess yeah, it was for what, like four and a half years yeah. later, he passed away. But he had come out of the hospital. But his condition didn't really get like tremendously better. Obviously, but he died of cardiac arrest. Right. So, so very unfortunate. But yeah, the the head from Corn was featured in the song along with um, members of Seven Dust, Slipknot, and other alternative metal bands. Slipknot. And speaking of uh, alternative metal, I found that Deftones had collaborated with the two other bands who I would say have transcended the idea of like a new metal tool tool mm-hmm. and Man, guessed it Serge Tankian was on a song with System. them yep. System, of a System of a Down so I heard a lot of tool in what we listened to I heard a lot like I well Maynard is in a song so I, and I don't Correct. know if he's in the one we listened to or not I'm not 100% sure but I know I don't think so okay I didn't think so but I heard their yeah. influence or similarity in sound and such on a few things which is interesting I've never thought the Deftones sounded anything like Tool right. historically but once listening but once go- having gone through the whole catalog of Tool and then listening to Deftones you can certainly see parallels between the two artists mm-hmm. I've so. never really been into Deftones before um, you know I've listened to some stuff but I don't really I didn't know as much as I thought I did when we listened but I do uh, quite a bit like the song Change. That's a good song. Change is uh, an actually a, an all right song. I don't think I like that one. No? No. It's probably my favorite Deftone song. It, well, it's, I know it's their most popular single, and I listen to it again. I just don't know. I just don't think it does it for me. I don't think I really liked any of them. I liked some of because I was looking, and then uh, the album after White Pony, which was... Deftones. Oh, not that one then. Saturday Night Wrist, the next album. Oh, yeah. On the Saturday Night Wrist, there was, release. There was an al- the song off of... Uh, Saturday Night Wrist that I listened to on my own, which was Hole in the Earth, and that one was actually pretty good. It's more of it's more of an alternative rock song than it is a metal song. I'll play a little bit of it. That's very different from what I had heard from other Deftone songs. So I um, was watching this video this week. It's mm. by uh, somebody on YouTube. His name is Holistic Songwriting. And he does an in-depth artist series on how a, a group writes a song. Mm-hmm. So he did one, How Deftones Write a Song. And he thought, of, he's, he, at the beginning of the video, he was like, what are four things that you think of when you think of a Deftones track or song, you know, whatever? Mm-hmm. And the four words he came up with are dark, sexual, dreamy, and momentary. Hmm. And I, he kind of went over the lyrics of their, you know, how much they talk about sex. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the other ones are kind of, you know, they are dreary and, and yeah. uh, dreamy. They, they like certainly that. have very dark feel to their music. They're not a very positive act mm-hmm. but he's the way that he's i mean it's not the way he sings is not what well, sings not when he is screaming or what have you but mm. when he's actually singing it's it's not kind of what you would expect from a metal alternative rock new metal band or whatever you know like he's more 
trying to think kind of maybe a little more like incubus a little bit with the singing singing style i would say so yeah that seems fair that seems like a fair comparison caleb what was that song where he was featured on where he just did like the chorus oh yeah that was the song with mike shinoda and machine gun kelly lift off the song is lift off mike shinoda machine gun kelly and him singing i'll play i'll play his chorus because it really is very odd to hear him singing over like a hip-hop song it doesn't sound like him at at all all. It's like so overly produced that it doesn't really sound like him, but you get kind of like a, a little bit of his voice off of it. I guess so. Just a little bit. The yeah, way he holds much. his headphones in, that bugs me. I don't know why. Because hmm. of the hat. Hmm. Though I will say... Yeah, people that wear beanies are dumb. Yeah, for sure. They what, have is your said, head cold they, all the time? Absolutely. They well, have maybe you said, should let your hair grow. It's natural beanie. Maybe. They have said... And I mentioned this earlier, that they're not a new metal band. Here's the song Back to School, Mini Maggot. Sure? Not a new metal band. Are they sure about that? I, I describe that as a secular POD. <laughs> that's yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. It that's I think that's about the best description that's I could good. possibly give that. That's pretty darn that's good. That's pretty good. Did you look at any of their tracks from their cover album? I did. They're not that exciting. Did you listen? I we listened earlier this week. I don't know if you even knew we were listening to the it. The Cars one? No, the Shaw No Ordinary Love cover. No, I didn't listen uh, to it. The other one is the an interesting one. The Simple Man cover by Leonard Skinner uh-huh. was recorded uh prior to their debut album in nineteen ninety five and Chino was about seventeen years old when he recorded that. Oh, that's interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. Too bad everyone covers that song. Everyone. Oh, they covered Savory. They also covered uh, the Smiths. Please, 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 let me get what I want. That's a good song. Can can we hear some of the Skinnerd cover? Play some Skinnerd. Play Bird. It's pretty much like the rest of them, let's be honest with ourselves. Yeah. Their cover can, their cover of Duran Duran was actually on the Duran Duran tribute album, fun fact. That's hmm. cool. What can you alongside can, Real Big Fish. Wow. Can you play Savory from there? This is a cover of Jawbox. I love this album. This album is so good. 
for your own special sweetheart came out in 94 Jawbox is a post-hardcore band on discord from dc this album's awesome this song actually has been stuck in my head for about three weeks now so this is convenient then yeah it's just very this. interesting i didn't notice it so well, i mentioned it a minute ago but yeah Almost sounds like a. Awesome. It almost sounds like a cover from Marilyn Manson. What's weird is that it's this. The cover is not just like Simple Man. It's really not even that different from the original. It's not. No. Oh. Huh. That's pretty close to the. It's pretty much almost just like the original. That album's awesome. Everyone should listen to it. It's really good. Huh. It's really good. Interesting. Jawbox. So on their most recent album, Gore, mm-hmm. they have a feature by Mr. Jerry Cantrell, the lead guitarist co-vocalist and uh, main songwriter of the band Allison Chains. Oh really? On the song Phantom Bride. They have wow. a, they've had a, a lot of like collaboration features. and features and what have yous. So yeah. That's weird cuz the whole time we've been recording I've just been thinking about Bones. Mm. Why have you been thinking about I don't bones? know, that song stuck in my head. Oh, okay, so the actual song Bones. Them Bones? Because yeah. yeah, I thought you were just talking about just like regular, like you've just know, been thinking uh, about been, bones. You know the sound that bones make when you uh, hang them, them up, together, yeah, like a wind chime. Yeah, yeah, of course. It, it has it has a, almost an identical sound. Actually, most people don't know that bones have a chime sound to them when yeah. when hung from. If you a rope. tune them correctly, right. If you hollow them in the yes. right way, they have yeah. a nice chimey sound. Finger bones are pretty useful for it. I uh, yes, absolutely, finger bones. Mm-hmm. Toe bones are a little too short. Too short. All I bo- like the texture bones that arthritic hand, bones give you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the texture of the what bones? Arthritic. They move. Oh, they course, move. They course. move significantly slower. <laughs> and uh, it's kind of a it's just, in it's the wind. A, in the yeah, wind, they actually like of kind a, of. Yeah. They don't quite bend the way they're right, supposed it's to. It's kind of creaking. That's, yeah, that's not, not what a bone sounds like. But that's what try. it sounds like when you have it. Send Richard yeah. down your bones. <laughs> Send us your bones. Don't send us your bones, because then people are going to be putting popping and tagging us in it. All right. Hashtag well, putting pop. I think we're done here. Hashtag send think, me your bones. I think you might be right. Okay. If you uh, have right. a bone that you don't need. Especially finger s- bones, we need those for our chimes. Stick it into some type of packaging container. Perhaps. And send it to our P.O. box. Depen- How about this? Depending on this? the size, it will fit on in a regular envelope. But if it is a bigger bone, we will still accept it. True. How about the, with the wind chimes? Then we build a business, and uh, we call it a bone to pick. A bone Ooh. to pick. And so Ooh. they go in and choose their wind chime. I was thinking bones oh. in harmony. Oh, no. I was thinking I when we receive these bones in our P.O. box, that's definitely real. We can, on the show, say these bones came from, and we can clack them and see how they sound. Oh. Like it's a segment. That's a fun segment. Can I we like get that. a PO box? Probably for very... bones specifically. Yeah. yeah. Will will okay. Here's the real question though, and this is important. If it Tyler, if it fits if, the chips, if they send us bones, yeah, Jared knows. If they send us bones, are you going to take their address and are you going to send them communist manifesto no, material? No, no, because you have said it before. If you want it, which you should, <laughs> include include in your bone package. A little note that says, please send me news about communism. 
and I'll send you some stuff that you I don't know. Can't say that. This episode sponsored by the U.S. government. Well, here, I'll, let me. If we want it to still have a government feel to it, may I? Yes. I come to you now asking for your bone support. <laughs> <laughs> I come once again for your, your bone, bone support. support. Capitalist pig dogs. Okay. Anyways, I think that most deaf is the good band. Agreed. Most definitely. Most deaf. Most definitely. I know Jared? what Jared's choosing. I'm choosing deaf tones. Are you? I, I am. I like I like that song change. I also like... Uh, we, didn't, we didn't play it. We didn't even play it. We didn't even play that. We can close on. That's my pick with uh, deaf tones. I've never liked them before, but uh, they they have some things that I liked about them. Well, they... I like most deaf, but I think I like deaf tones more. That's the whole bit. Yeah, it is the whole bit. That is the bit. I, I, told, I told Dax that on a better... On a different day, had it been deaf tones and I, I would have chose, chosen deaf tones. I like... Some songs from Deftones, it's just I like most Def better. Agreed. It's not that I think that Deftones is the bad band. Agreed. It's just I think that they are the bad band in comparison to most Def. Yeah, it's all relevant. Okay. Man. So what were were our votes? What were our votes? Three Three most Def, def, one one. Deftones. So we got three most Def, one (gasps) for Deftones. Make it four most Def. According to Patreon, most deaf wins. All right. All right. Good to know. Thank you. If you want to have a vote, go to patreon.com. Thank slash you. Record, record, Patreon. Shut, shut the fuck. If you'd like to have a vote, go to... Ah, you get the idea. If you'd like Let to have him, a... He was going to do his thing, and you <laughs> ruined it. You done talked over him. <laughs> no, I can't say it. He can uh, say it. If Deep you'd breaths. Li- if you'd like to have a vote, go to patreon.com slash record roundtable. You can donate... Up to five dollars, and you will be included no, in our polls. A dollar will get you in the not poll. the poll. You'll yeah. if for a dollar you can do other things. For five dollars is a poll. Five dollars. If you want the poll, you got to pay the five dollars. You can't pay the troll toll if you want to get in the boys hole. Exactly. It's the poll toll. You gotta pay the poll, poll toll, toll to, to get, get inside in. this boys hole. Yeah. Boy's soul. Boy's soul. To get boy's into soul. the boy's soul. Boy's soul. I said soul. Thank you for listening to this week's edition of Good Band, Bad Band. Like us on Facebook. Find us on Patreon. Check us out next week when we discuss the Clash Test Dummies.